Melissa Mee Community Podcast by Tipperary Local Enterprise Office with me, Ashling Hurley, the Business Fairy. In March, Tipperary County Council are hosting a retail symposium. So this is one of the events that's planned for Enterprise Week. And this is an episode, it's a special edition for all of our retail businesses. Um, we're really, really lucky to be joined by an incredible, I'd almost call her overachiever, <laughs> Emer Dwan. So Emer was recently appointed for the marketing manager for the Crescent Shopping Centre in Limerick. And prior to this, she had a stellar career working for Brown Thomas Arnitz. Um, she was the marketing executive over fashions and accessories. She has an honours degree in marketing and management from TUS and a master's degree from the University of Limerick. So a local lady. Um, she's also the one of the youngest ever marketing managers um, for the Crescent. She is still only in her 20s. So I think she, we're so lucky to have her. She's an incredible um, lady and she's going to teach us a lot today about how we can survive and thrive with our retail businesses. So Emer, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for that unbelievable intro. That's very kind of you. Um, I'm <laughs> delighted to be here. And yeah, thank you very much for inviting me to be part of this amazing podcast. I think we're going to learn so much. So maybe if you want to start, um, actually, maybe if you're okay, tell us a bit about your own background because you have a really brilliant story. Um, we were talking yeah. offline and you were just saying about how young you were when you started working um, for Brown Thomas and just all that you learned really on your journey. It's an incredible story. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I, I was working from a young age as a lot of people in my generation have. So I, I started working in Brown Thomas Limerick when I was 15. So I actually I was actually working in the stockroom and I was sorting out hangers and I honestly I, I jumped out of bed every day. This was during the summer. Mm. I was turning 16 in that September. So I was just I was told if I did a good job sorting out the hangers that I would be able to work on the shop floor when I was 16. Um, obviously part time as in, in school. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just I guess I always had just a, a, a very um you know, an excitement and a massive work ethic. And yeah, I just, it, it started from there. And I guess um, all through secondary school and college, I, I worked in Brown Thomas Limerick, so I have to thank the team there. Um, I really, I got involved in everything. Um, I worked in, you know, I was a sales assistant in, in handbags and in lingerie and fashions. I did their social media for two years. I did, a, um, they ran a, a really good course with a Skillnet, a re, re, Retail Ireland uh, Skillnet. And, and I was able to, Yes, I obviously had an education, but I was able to get a FETEC level five cert with them and then a FETEC level six. And I, I trained up the FETEC level fives then and kind of did a course there with them. And, that, you know, like yeah. and, and boys in their in their later years of life who who, probably, who didn't finish off their education, they were able to get a degree and it just, you know, it meant something. Um, yeah. I did a coaching training with uh, Brown Thomas Limerick. So, you know, the, the newbies that came in, be that part-time or be that someone just kind of, um, I suppose switching their, um, switching up their um, their their roles in life. Um, I would would train them in then. So I think the 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 highlight was the Christmas team. So you know you get a couple of hundred people and you'd we we'd go to one of the local hotels in Limerick and just do this massive induction night and it was just full of energy and enthusiasm and yeah I guess that was that was Limerick and you know we had loads of I suppose initiatives from the apps and you know, the, the tablets and trying to kind of modernize and, you know, I would I would give team training and store training and that. So I guess I was always involved, which just always kept me kind of in the know and it always kept me going and, and, and enthusiastic about just my prospects. And I guess then 
I actually I, I kind of said, God, I was finishing college, I was finishing my my master's degree, and I said, Oh God, I, I would I would love to stay with Brian Thomas. Like what what kind of what else can I can I do here? So that's when obviously head office up in Dublin appealed to me. I said, God, I I studied marketing, I I I'd love to do this. Um, yeah. I applied for a role and I actually I unfortunately I didn't get that role and it, not that it set me back or anything but I guess I kind of it made me realize god there's actually more to you know I've been working in Brent Thomas for at that stage 10, 10 years and I said Jesus, maybe there's something outside of Brent Thomas so um which was actually a great eye-opener for me um so I moved up to Dublin after my master's and I worked in an advertising agency uh, BBDO I worked there it was only six or seven months and um, the pay was the pay wasn't great for the the kind of you know trying to live in Dublin I think I I was just about making ends meet um but it was still a brilliant kind of start I suppose um and then I moved to Unifair Pharmaceuticals and I did marketing there for maybe eight months and um the reason I left there was uh, an opportunity came up in Brown Thomas marketing department again. And I said, you know what? My heart is in Brown Thomas artists. I'm going to go back. I'm going to try again. And yeah, um, yeah uh, second time around then I, I got the role as marketing exec for fashion accessories. And I was there for two years, which felt like forever. Um, and again, that that brings me to my current role. I My lease was up in Dublin and I said, you know what? I need to save a bit of money. I need to kind of just think of, I suppose, my next five years and, Although Brand Thomas Ernest was phenomenal, you know, the, the work experience, the exposure to brands and just to unbelievable creative people. And um, that was yeah, all brilliant. Yeah. But at the other side of it, I kind of, you know, I wasn't saving. I wasn't, I suppose, um, I, I was getting a bit kind of, Jesus, people my age now, they're engaged, they're buying a house and, you know, all, all the good stuff like that. And I guess I just panicked a little. So my lease was up. I moved home and it actually took me probably four or five months to actually find a job back this direction that, I suppose just really suited my I suppose my 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 skills and my you know that kind Ashley, of match yeah. personality. So that's it in a nutshell, Ashley. You know, <laughs> not going on a little bit there, but um, yeah, I guess it's been um, you obviously learn a lot in college and you know education and it's all brilliant, but at the other side of it as well, um, you know, it's it's how to deal with people at the end of the day, and I think that's really really important for even young people starting off. It's it's if you you know if you you can deal with people, you're a good person, you've time for people, and you have a bit of initiative, and then obviously enthusiasm and determination and all that kind of you know a good work ethic comes comes with that. But um, yeah, I think that's gonna they're the main things that stood out for me over my years um of you know just I suppose trying trying different things in different industries. So yeah, it's it's yeah, been and it's yeah, and it's learning, I suppose, all the different workflows. And I think as well, it's good to move around because um, you just learn so much, don't you? Because 100%. Yeah, like it's easy sometimes to get stuck in a role. And um, I think particularly in retail, um, so it's, it's really great to move around and get that experience. And um, then you've come to the Crescent now. Um, yeah. Really brilliant. And it's great as well, I think, to talk about businesses that are outside of Dublin. And, you know, the Crescent yeah. itself is an amazing story. I think it's been around since the 1970s. It's, it's yeah. uh, celebrated a big birthday recently, actually, I think, didn't it? It has. It, it has. It's celebrated its 50th. So um, wow. obviously the Crescent, like I I would have came here, you know, when, since I I was in school like you know you come to the crescent and um again uh, this this role came up and I was kind of I kind of said to myself I said okay it's obviously really like it's ideal for me location wise um obviously that was a great start off and mm -hmm. I kind of looked into it more and I said god I said um marketing and I, I I I wasn't fully sure of what that kind of would entail because you know you're kind of 
it's it's there's not a massive team here it's actually just a w- one person here like myself doing the marketing so that kind of not that it turned me off or anything but you kind of have to just think about do 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 I want to work kind of alone as such and do you know it, it would be a very different kind of setup compared to the the team of 30 to 40 people um and then obviously all external suppliers and vendors on top of that up in Brown Thomas and in you know busy Dublin but then I said isn't it great to have this opportunity um come up and you know look into it like you know I said I, I'm not going to run away from this so yeah I looked into it and um I mean again it's local and I I'm from Nina but I I went to college I grew up in Limerick City I've worked worked in Limerick City again since I was you know in my teens so I'm I was only delighted and I knew so much about the area and you know, I, I chatted to the the I suppose the, the directors and the team here and the, the head office of the Crescent is actually it's, it's based up in Dublin, but the family are from Mayo. So, you know, they're country people, they're in touch. Um, you know, they 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 kind of get it's 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 corporate in in a way, but it's you know, it's still a small business yeah. and you know, it's a family owned business and that's what I loved. I kind of said, God, it's um they they just they got what I was saying and I, I got what they were about as well and what they're looking to achieve. So I think it it was a really great fit. Um for me yes such, yeah, such a lovely story and I think um what's really interesting about your role now is you are almost like this little sort of self-contained unit and it's very like somebody trying to run a small retail business really isn't it you know it's 100 percent. yeah honestly yeah. and you kind of do feel a bit like god like you, you like you know there, there's obviously there's the head of security and the head of um like facilities and services and then there's the actual center managers is those three men that work with me and um you know there's actually you know then they're here for it for a while as well so you're kind of like will, will they even get like do these guys even do they, do they know what marketing is will they help me will they understand what i'm trying to achieve and you kind of have a sense of imposter syndrome syndrome when you're coming into these roles but no honestly it's been nothing but um, it's been nothing but positive. And as I said, the the Crescent, they're 50 years in business. So when I joined, um, they were actually right. They were they were gearing up to celebrate this massive milestone. So I actually I got handed um a, a massive handover of this is what we have in mind, this is what we've planned. And I just it was honestly a baptismal fire. And again, at the same time, you're like, oh God, like who who does what? Where, where where is the support? Like is there is there an intern to help me? Like you're kind of thinking all these things because you're used to that kind of larger yes, team board network. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was terrifying. But um again, you know, people were very supportive and you know they kind they you know they were patient with me and um honestly it's it's you know even um we work with Southern Advertising and Marketing uh, Agency based in Limerick City and um honestly I don't know if they listen to this podcast actually but if they do um, Mary and Richard massive shout out to them two guys uh, they have been so supportive just you know they kind of advise me kind of you know yeah. kind of off off the record they kind of say you know is that a lot of money or is that could could you be doing more here and you know that this is what we usually do. So I was really grateful um for that. But no, it's been it's been uh honestly just I can't even explain how busy I like my my LinkedIn followers, you know, people from um even past roles, they're like, God, you're you're very, very busy all of a sudden. Um, so it's <laughs> it's great. Um and again, all kind of as you said, one man band as such, like obviously there's support there, but um it kind of at the end of the day it's just me, myself and I, which that 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 kind of it, it still is a small bit of a challenge for me I, I I love working with people and I obviously do work with people but you know kind of 
I love working with kind of like-minded people like creatives and you know people who kind of are on my media team and I think that's that is a challenge but look you um that's what networking events are for and that's what you know like these podcasts are for and you know trying to kind of I suppose try and find that kind of um, what grips you elsewhere if it's not right in front of you so yeah I guess and you, so your role I suppose it, it does differ depending um, on what particular industry you're in fashion in particular is, is a brutal industry in terms of the workload that's involved mm-hmm. with it um, as you were saying so um, what types of marketing and advertising do you guys still engage with do you still use traditional types um, I think listeners would like to know that yeah. you know sometimes people feel digital is where it's at but um, I think there's still yeah. a lot of offline work that needs to be done you know so what do you guys especially for retail I suppose what what do you think is a good mix yeah, I guess for retail, um, like you, you kind of think of quick fixes and the turnaround. So like say in my role, um, I am the marketing manager for the Crescent Shopping Centre. So that's a, a destination itself. But then you have yeah. to think about each individual stores. Yes, they have their own head office. They have their own marketing teams. Well, most of them do. Um, but then a lot of them, they don't have anybody on the ground. So they would utilize, I suppose, my advice and kind of they they, they need me to kind of be as was at their beck and call as well so that th- there's kind of a two-pronged approach and then with that you you kind of you have to look at what's the firstly what what do you what budget do you have firstly you know like a lot of these advertising and marketing um channels you know, they're they're quite pricey and then you have to look at how quick does this message need to be out in in the in you know live for um because a lot of you know a lot of the the stories in that they wouldn't you know you you'd kind of we have an event tomorrow and you're like oh god okay so instantly you kind of think of okay well social media and like digital like it is in fairness the quickest kind of means to get something live but then yeah. the flip of that is um and this is something I really do feel strongly about you, you like I I would be very hesitant to just if someone said here's a picture post that we have an event tomorrow um it does the picture look right like is the logo obscured like will people actually look at this and actually resonate with it and want to go or that's what I'm trying to kind of I suppose I'm trying my best to make things more I suppose clear and you know real brand look yeah. small bit, you know so um I kind of I, I'd ask you know if, if you do know something's happening can you send it to me in advance and we kind of we can we can make it look the best it can be or maybe it isn't an image of kind of stock like could one of your sales assistants just give a quick five ten second video and introduce themselves and say this event is happening tomorrow so you just have to think about right this is the message um how quick does it need to go live and then how best to kind of I suppose get it out there looking at its best you know in its best means um and that's obviously social media is obviously it's a no-brainer because um, we actually, since I started, I haven't put any spend behind anything. It's all organic, would you believe? Which and, is amazing. Um, yeah, which is amazing. And at one point over the 50th, we we saw, honestly, it was, it was plus 500,000% engagement, our, our Instagram was. And I'm telling you, it's purely because um, there, we, we, we videoed team and we videoed people and the Crescent up to then would have been very traditional. So you would have had the kind of, you know, you would have put a lot of your energy into the radio ads, into the press ads. And again, that's all, that's traditional marketing and there's nothing wrong with that. It's really, really important. And, you know, you're you're getting kind of a demographic that you wouldn't get on, on social. But at the same time, you're kind of looking well, what, you know, like you're, it's, it's kind of a no brainer if, 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 if someone is, is, has a message to put out there and like it it, it it takes maybe 20 minutes out of my day to go down and record with them or to go down and take a video I mean like and, and that's kind of that's helping people come into their store and it's also helping drive reach and engagement on our social channels I mean why wouldn't you do that 
Um, yeah. But again, we, we do use, obviously, like, especially for the 50, like the, the press and, and um, radio ads, like they're, they're, that is really important as well. But there's a massive amount of planning and Mary Mary Reardon there, she, you know, she, get, she gets the information off me and the dates that I want to put it live. And I just hand it over to her and she does all that kind of groundwork. And again, we're paying, we're paying for the ad to go live and we're also paying for Mary to, to do that. So, like you know you have to kind of think about obviously if, if if the budget is there and if the means are there like by all means do that and use it and go ahead but I would definitely especially for smaller businesses just don't panic and go back to the kind of the ultimate kind of what are you trying to achieve you just want to put a message out there and look if if, if it goes out in social media and looks really really well and it reaches a lot of people that's great um you know like you can think about like how to kind of I suppose double up like if you if you have a really small following on your social media and you're kind of like well that won't reach a lot of people um then do you maybe spend 100 quid and and, and put money behind it and, and do a really small ad and would that reach more people and you know sometimes you have to just kind of bite the bullet and just trial something exactly and, you know, yeah yeah I, I think as well it's great for, you know because I'm always saying this to people um we're dealing with people all the time and they have amazing businesses in yeah. reality you know when you when you're talking to them and for, it, it's not translating online but a lot of it is exactly as you said people I think really underestimate especially smaller businesses the power of having something that looks really good and I think you are better as you're saying to put your time into you know even if it's less content but it looks better that's oh, the thing to do, isn't it? but yeah. even like smaller like I'm I know like people are probably eye rolling now oh social media the same thing but it's actually not like there's so many tools that you can use like like you can use if honestly if you if you even like I know a lot of kind of you know business owners maybe they're a, a bit older or maybe they're just not in touch or they don't want to be in touch with social media or the digital side of it and that's fine but you know ask ask a, a relative or ask you know someone in the art college someone in in university of limerick like re- say look would you like to do a bit of work experience with me like a week here you go like I don't even think like obviously you know you, you could discuss payment but honestly a lot of these students they'd only be dying to kind of get kind of to delve into this and just grit their teeth into something and also um what's really important is you know like w- would instead of investing a couple of hundred in one press ad where you know you, you mightn't people might read it and that that might be it what's the call to action whereas if, if you spend 300 euro on a photographer for the day and they take these beautiful images of whatever I think food food I'm I'm talking really about like food and drinking is really important for this kind of side of it and I actually I've done a lot of work with um food and drink um industries in, in the past I worked in London for um you know restaurants and pubs and honestly it, it, that that goes a long way but like if you think about it, if you if you go on to if you're you're like this this is me all over in my generation but if if you're going to let's say Killarney for the day and you're like oh god I must search where to eat and a name comes up on Google and then you you might Instagram it and you know if the if the if the social looks fine like but then another page the the social like the, the aesthetic it looks really good like you're going to go to the place that the the images look really, really good, good. Yeah. and honestly and it, it like obviously a lot of that's word word of mouth and you know you, you obviously look at the reviews and the comments but straight away off the cuff it just it really does it's 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 a it's a quick win just to have and as you said you don't have to post every single day but it's yeah. just, like one post that looks really well goes a long way and and actually videos go a long long way like I think yeah yeah, that's a great point um so I'm just wondering you're well used to filming stuff um what tips would you give people um when 
you know, because we know you and I know video is the key to most of it. Um, yeah. So what would you advise people or how would you advise them about going about that if they were going to video something to put it up on their socials? Yeah. So I think firstly is kind of, again, what are you trying to like, what are you trying, what, what are you trying to achieve? Is it like, are you trying to show, are you trying to talk about, you know, a new menu? Are you trying to talk about an event? Are you tra- trying to talk about, you know, kind of uh, just kind of general news? Um, so you figure that out and you kind of have some sort of, not a script, but you have some sort of kind of Storyboard. format in your head. Yeah. yeah. And then you can look at it and say, right, well, who's going to do this for me? So is that going to be, you know, I respect a lot of small businesses that they, they flip the camera around, they take a video of themselves and you're kind of like, you know what, fair play to you for doing that. So you're kind of like, is it, am I going to be recording someone or am I recording myself? And then obviously you find um a, a, an appropriate space to do that. So um always, 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 do it in a well-lit room in front of a window, put the phone on the window, put it, you know, you can go into pair here in the Crescent and you can get a little tripod for 20 quid, put it up on the window and have your phone stable and steady and straight in front of a well-lit space and make sure there's no, you know, you can obviously see them clearly. They're in the frame that half their shoulder isn't missing or you have the top of their head, your head isn't missing. And you you, you set it up and you make sure there's no noise at all. Um, and if you wanted to go really fancy, you could buy yourself a mic, a wireless mic, um, you know, th- these things are th- these little kind of um, accessories are only a few quid. If you even even on Amazon like or secondhand, they're only a few quid. They really do help. Like there's nothing worse than someone they sit there, they're nervous, they're in the camera, they say something, and next thing, oh God, we should take it again. I didn't hear you, or you know, someone. Yeah, it becomes just, really stale then, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's just people get so, like I I videoed here the other day, um, a business owner, and you know, very confident man, and you know, like no, he he does like. You know, he, he he speaks people all the time, but um, he he was nervous. He was like, "Oh my god, I never do videos or anything like that." I'm I'm really nervous. Um, so you know, and and it's really hard to film someone. Um, like and and you you might have to do a few takes. So actually, another piece of advice would be to cut the camera. So obviously, with videos and all that nowadays, you can you like you don't need to be a phenomenal editor or anything, but you can you know, an Instagram reel, you can kind of lay all the videos over each other. So it doesn't need to be one big long video where people will kind of, you know, they might need to adjust themselves or they might need to rethink of what they're saying. So, you know, have a script, have a few pointers beside you. Uh, do your intro. Hello, my name is this is what we're here today for. Cut the camera, then gather yourself yeah. again, and then take the next clip. And it really does help. And, you know, in between that, then you could take videos of people. You know, it doesn't have to be all on camera. Like it will just say if it's like, I don't know, I like I'm just thinking off the cuff if it's just if the restaurant and the, the, the business owner wanted to say something, you have the business owner saying something, and then you kind of cut the camera and you have um you have videos of the actual food or the actual premises and you can you can actually it's really good. You can overlay people's voices nowadays on onto videos as well. So, you know, there's loads of means, even um that this brings you to my last kind of tip of, on videos. Um if someone absolutely did not want to be on camera and you you didn't have anybody that, that was wanted to speak on camera you could take the video of whatever you wanted to like be that the premises the space like the stock and you could actually just overlay someone's voice on it and again it just adds that layer of kind of personalization and just you, you people can relate to that straight away and honestly it just works a lot better than just this kind of video with cheesy music over it and no one you know kind of been there done yeah. that it's just thinking like again it all comes back to people and it doesn't matter who that person is if if that person's willing to stand in front of a camera or to say something um and if they they have something to talk about it honestly it goes so much further than 
an image of a coffee cup or an image you know what I mean like it, it's just yeah, it's more interactive, it's, yeah. Isn't it? and yeah. it's, it's a bit of differentiation as well if you just think about like I'm just speaking of digital here but like you're scrolling away and you're like okay seeing that seeing that seeing that that's the same thing that's the same thing but if, you know you get you get an image of you know someone with an apron on and some you know whatever and you're like oh god what's god I recognize that person or he was you know they served me the other day and I wonder what they're talking about so honestly it's just and people love that and like people respect that and I think especially smaller businesses you know you're trying to promote yourself you're trying to promote um you know it's it, the people it's the relationship isn't yeah, it so, yeah. you know it's a smaller yeah. team and I actually another one that I love is behind the scenes and like a day in a life so like, like yeah they're really, fantastic they're cool like you know they're kind of god like even if you think about it, like I'm, I'm thinking of Brent Thomas Limer now so you're kind of like god those windows are beautiful aren't they but like literally yeah. they know that there's two or three girls in there and they work like they work overnight nearly sometimes to make those windows look and you know they, they, it's not all glitz and glam like you know they, they're going to the back of house into like the scary back of house like the stock rooms and there's all these mannequins there and it's like you have to dig through like rubble to get the piece of ribbon <laughs> that you require and you know and people don't see that and that's you know a day in the life of someone like you know and I really I think that's really nice like you know especially if someone has an authentic and real story to tell like I don't know if um yeah authentic is a key word yeah yeah like if you have to outsource your product or if it's something organic like where does that come from like what 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 did you do to get that here and honestly again it's just a real story to tell and you're you're straight away you're different and it it sets you apart you know even material like did you go to to london do you go to india where did you go to get this beautiful material from and again it just tells a story and i think that's what it's all about yeah. And with regard to video editing, um, because there's so many great apps you can yeah. download to your phone now. Have you any favorites or what do you like to use? I, I like Splice. It's called Splice. I, I, I really like that. And I just think it's really easy. Um, if you have, uh, you can use that on your phone. Like it's just, it's, it's a really quick go to. Um, I also like, so um, I have a really old MacBook. It's actually, it's on the brink now. I got it in first year in college, but I still <laughs> use that for iMovie. And again, it's just, like you know you're it's it's not Lightroom Adobe Lightroom like you you can't get these amazing kind of you can't yeah. edit things to you know the the very yeah, very end but you you can you can cut and make the video actually like you know you can speed it up you can slow it down and you can um you know you can you can chop and change it you can you can make the video look great and I think you know pe- people actually get very hung up on kind of um the actual you know kind of God, do we pay an editor to do this? Do we get this professional done? I actually, I, I think video is really important. And I think there's a lot of videographers locally that would really obviously appreciate the business and they do an amazing job. But I think when you're starting out, trial it yourself and don't get too hung up about Like obviously don't just throw up something for the sake of it, but also don't let it kind of um, discourage you from posting something. Like, you know, I, I do think a lot of these things are about trial and error and, you know, everything's a learning curve. There's a lot of, you know, even they're the two, like, I, I don't use it, like, to be honest, like, we, we like, if, for the big events and all that, like, we'd actually outsource, we'd get someone to video, um to, to we'd pay someone to come in and do that for us, because, as I said, I'm a one-man band here, so my, my yeah. skills, we needed elsewhere, and I just, I, you know, we get someone to video, and they'd, they'd, they'd maybe get shots that I wouldn't have thought of, um, and again, with that, you have to obviously send them a brief, and you have to be very thorough about what you need, and all that, but um, at the other side of it, yeah, taking video yourself and just um again, just not not getting too bogged down about God, like what what 
like will this work or will this not work um you know a lot again it's it's it is all about trial and error and you can you can you know there's loads of means to kind of learn and um you know like if if you put a bit of time into it like and even one hour you could learn so much like i i find like i'm a bit long in the tooth now for tiktok but i i don't post on tiktok but i have an account certainly and i i honestly it's great it's great to, to just educate yourself you search something there and God, you it's all over it yeah really good um yeah. YouTube, like hello like it's you know like again asking someone who's younger like god jesus is this you might think is this even possible and it's like no that's actually like actually one of the guys here i i showed him how to you know ctrl copy ctrl paste and he, yes. on your, on your he was like that's hey, controls for anybody honestly, listening yeah yeah and <laughs> honestly he was like that's great that's actually yeah. just little things like that you know right. and really the little things isn't it and it is. for um say so obviously you, you the key the other key thing i think for people listening is planning ahead rather than okay sometimes there are occasions when you do react but most of the time you're planning ahead all the time um oh, do you have any tool that you love to use for um scheduling content yeah, so um, one is called Later. Um, so it's a uh, base like there's there's loads of them that obviously would would do the same job, but I use Later. And basically, you you log in, you you put in like we'll just say Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You log into your accounts, and then Later have your I suppose accounts on file, and you go in and you can click one of them, or you can click two of them, or you can click all three of them, um, which means you want to post to all three platforms. Um, and you literally you you upload your image or your video, your caption, and you schedule it. You schedule it for whatever time and date you want. Um, you can schedule all three for different dates and times. You, you can schedule them all to go live at once. And it just like it's like I I work Monday to Friday like typically, but um, like it does saves me if 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 like, you know the weekend if you think about it, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday mm. evening, like they're peak times where people would be kind of as well looking on their phones and kind of you know especially Saturday morning and kind of people are at home and they're like God, what will I do today and then something pops up and you're like oh god I will go there but they're peak yeah. times you know having that schedule is just a peace of mind and um like even if in a, lot, a lot of a lot of the time here some of the stores are actually they send you stuff so far in advance you're like oh god I'll forget about that and you write in your notes and then your your notes your page is 10 pages deep and you can't find it so again when something comes in i just schedule it and i'm like right that 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 event is happening this date i'll schedule it maybe four days beforehand and you know it just it just really helps and then also another good um app that i use is unum u-n-u-m and what it does is this is specifically for instagram so it just helps you um plot i suppose what your grid is going to look like i know that sounds really planting but it's really important the aesthetic and the look of your of your of the feed because it just kind of it, it makes people kind of it makes people think god they they really know what they're doing or they they really put thought into this and again honestly in 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 a really kind of fickle world like honestly those things matter so um it what you do is you just you you don't it doesn't well it, you can schedule through it if you want to as well but what it does is you just literally post um or upload the the next three photos that you think would work and the rest of your photos are kind of downloaded like your 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 instagram feed is kind of linked up so every time you post it would add to the app and then what happens is you can just swap around the pictures that you think would look well and it just it gets you kind of you can visualize it's kind of like a mood board i suppose but i think that does help if again it's not for everyone but if for those who um you know are trying to i suppose think think a bit more on what they're posting and you know if, yeah, then if you don't have a lot of content to post um it is really handy too 
Yeah. And sometimes as well, I think it's difficult. You know, you might have these ideas in your head. Um, it's difficult to visualize how that's going to look. So too, like that's brilliant because yeah. you can see what it's going to look like in advance before it actually goes off. Um, the other thing you guys are brilliant at, which is a huge growth area. Um, and I really think something retail are just going, to, you know, even smaller businesses are really just going mm-hmm. to have to get better um, to increase footfall is, you know, this experiential marketing. So you guys have done things like Paw Patrol and um, I love the whole shop and strings um oh yeah yeah that was amazing so do you want to share um something about those or yeah on that um yeah i think that's really important and again people look at that and it was like oh but you're that that must have cost loads of money and if you think about it from you know like from you have to hire a sound engineer um you know or a dj you have to hire maybe rope and pole like cater hire and limerick are great they have all this stuff um, you know, even there's an event or there's there's an event taking place this weekend in one of our stores and they were like, God, we'd like to serve some, you know, some Prosecco and where mm. do you get the glasses? Again, cater her, you hire them out. Um, you think about all that stuff like chairs, you need chairs, um, do you need a stage? And it's great because um there's loads of local vendors, you know, Tom Walsh from here, he he's amazing. He has like uh, we were looking for a red carpet for the the fashion show and he's like, Yeah, I have that. And you know, but again you think about what like you, you can't just I suppose hold an event and, and not think about the kind of the costs associated with it and yes there are costs associated but honestly uh, it, it's it's very little compared to the footfall and the kind of I suppose the amount of potential customers that you could I suppose you know it's it's about giving back as well so sometimes yeah you do have to kind of bite the bullet and just do it but yeah, um, yeah experiential yeah. marketing is really important and be that a small kind of tasting or a small I suppose show and tell or you know a very small event where you don't need maybe all that stuff or be that a larger event like for example that you touched on it there Ashley we did um we got Paw Patrol over um but we actually got them over from the UK they're, they're part of Nickelodeon um they're under this massive production group and we, we had them booked in in months in advance and you know again it was a, a big event to plan in terms of you know, just thinking about the queuing system and all that good stuff. Districts, um, but yeah. that was brilliant. Um, and then we had uh, Vogue Williams, uh, Murren O'Connell and Celia Munni did a fashion show here. It was actually a massive turnout. So all these were free. We paid for it and customers got to come along and just experience it. And this was, um, that was kindly all um, done by the, the the owners. They said, look, it's their 50th birthday. It's essentially a birthday. We want to just celebrate. So it was really good. And what they did was, you know, they, they targeted obviously the fashion lovers, they targeted, you know, the shopping strings. It was for anyone who, who wasn't aware, Capriccio strings, um, string quartet, their their limerick base as well. They um they played basically on the malls on the shop in the shopping center. And it was just, you know, it's just an elevation. That's all it is. And it's, you know, it, it was just kind of an, an a nice add-on. Um the same with uh we had Corvinius Entertainment. They did um a carnival for us here in on the central concourse, like in the middle of it. They just set up these tents and these you know they had stilt walkers and a big train and it was just incredible what you could do and um again people came from far and wide because we had it on radio we had it on press we really did a massive push on this um but I think what the you know uh, the other side of it is um that was all brilliant but like we it, it's hard to measure then what we got out of it so like obviously we can measure football and that but then you're kind of I, I understand why people would be I suppose a bit skeptical to do those massive events but again we, we knew we knew that it would be successful because of the t- like you know family families are what you know predominantly are, are like shop in here that's what we see every single day families and you know 
that, that, that's our target audience. That's so our target, we, yeah, yeah, we knew we knew it, it was that like, people would enjoy it. And then how we added on to that then was we had again, as I said, a, a videographer. He actually doc he documented the whole thing. So um, after each event, we put up a kind of a recap video, and we said. Thank you for thank you for those who who came here last Saturday. Um, here's a quick recap, and it was just like little moments that we 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 captured and put it into a video, and it really just gave a really good community feel. And obviously, everyone was enjoying it, but we captured that, and it was really really nice. And I think that's really important. Sometimes people forget about they get too caught up in there and then and kind of the kind of the actual the, event, the yeah, actual yeah. event. And it's like, well, what like you know, kind of even from like a, a business point of view, like sit down, like, you know, did you get bang for your buck? And like, like, did people enjoy it? Will we do it again? But for, for our, like we did, like we, it was a really positive, they were really positive events, but then we kind of, we, we wanted to kind of go out with um videos to kind of let people know that like, we, we appreciated them for coming and thanks for turning up. And, you know, it was the same with, um you know, around any, any kind of event, it's, it's nice to have kind of a recap and a thank you. Um, yeah, yeah I think as well you're maximizing your marketing exposure there. Sometimes, especially small businesses, um, they're so focused on the actual event they forget that there's lots of collateral that you can create before the event. There's oh, the actual 100%. event, and then as you say, there's after the event. So, like, there's actually three stages to every there's event. Three stages. And yeah. Before the event as well, like people get so caught up with like, oh God, we must um. Where is this advertised? What's happening? And, you know, again, it can literally be um, like, you know, if, if again, if you're a small business, you don't have a massive reach, maybe. Um, again, is it is it a video, a quick video of someone saying, guys, come along here Saturday, da, 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 quick five, 10 second video. And then, you know, do you send that to like, I don't know, I love Limerick. Do you send that to some of the student unions? Do you send that out to just like, again, it may be sound a bit cheeky, but like just send it to these kind of, um these pages these community pages and if they share it they share it if they don't i mean you've just sent it to them like it's not yeah exactly they ignore it so you know kind of be a bit cheeky and kind of again that's where um obviously i suppose i hate saying with influencer but that's where influencers do come in really handy again you're paying for them but if 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 like you know there's a few now that come into the crescent and i know for a fact that they're authentic they come here they yeah. shop here they their families do so if, if 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 there is someone it doesn't have to be you know a, a fashion influencer it could literally be you know the, the, the captain of the rugby club or it could be like you know the just someone I suppose who has more of a, a following and you know just yeah if you think outside the box who who else can how can we optimize reach and how can we spread it spread this message far and wide and just kind of think outside the box on that and you know it um obviously as I like going back to influencers, like you, you know, they, they that's their job. They would expect payment for that. But, um, I suppose, um, you know, if if it was uh if it was someone that you you knew, or if 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 you know if if you if you didn't have the budget to pay anybody, like I don't know, sending it to someone and saying, Jesus, you're a local, you're a local girl or guy. Would you mind just literally sharing that on your story? Like you don't have to. I yeah you're just being like it, it does sound cheeky I know and people probably kill me for saying that but sometimes if if kind of you know if it is a small business people would be more inclined to be like god um these guys do an event I've shopped here with my mom since I was x age make sure and show your support you know I think a lot yeah. of local people would get behind that so um definitely yeah, don't be discouraged yeah, and I think as well, um, like there's lots of research around this. The big influencers um will get attention, but it's actually the micro influencers, so exactly who you're talking about there, um, that make the sales happen. And um That's it. 
Yeah. And there's actually nobody more influential than your best friend, you know, or your oh, family. 100%. And yeah. Just sharing, even in groups, like, yeah, know, Facebook groups, like I'm part of one, it's like Killaloo photographers, like, hello, like, it's so random, but share it. Like, again, nothing more influential than your best friend or like a family WhatsApp group. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just share it and share see, it. and, you know, just be a bit kind of bit more, put a bit more thought into, you know, it's not just going up on our Instagram. We only have 200 followers. God, no one's going to see this. Well, then do something about it and think about it and say, God, well, look, we really want to drive this event. We don't have any budget. And, um, you know, do, do you like, again, I know flyers How can we do and they're not obviously great for the environment, but do you put a few on like, you know, the local cafe or do you stick something on the walls in the local cafe? Like, I know, again, we're kind of veering away from that and the printing side of it. But I suppose if, you know, just I suppose think about think about your audience and where they would be and what they would be doing. And um, I suppose how like, again, how to, I suppose, you know, how to get that really simple message across and honestly you'd be surprised you'd be surprised how influential those kind of things would be yeah and I think as well sometimes people forget the importance of building an email marketing list oh 100% and actually that's I send my first email here for the present because we hadn't really it set up properly um it was kind of it, it lay dormant for a while um but I sent one about an event this weekend I sent it this week and I was like god I said we had, we had 700 subscribers now obviously need to work on that but still 700 people who got an email this week um I, I haven't looked at the open rate or not yet but again there's there's templates and there's I did it on MailChimp. Um, you know, there's there's templates there if you if you don't if you if you're not really sure how what way to lay yeah. out and all that. Um and again, there's there's kind of um tips and tricks on how to do certain things and how to reach it, you know, how to get people to subscribe. And it's um it's very easy and it's a no-brainer as well. And again, people get bombarded with emails, I'm aware of that. But again, if if you send an email every few weeks, um from your local business, like you know, you get emails from these generic kind of, you know, these big massive corporates and people see your local, you know, shop. Exactly. In, they will open it, you know. So um, yeah. again, you just have to be, I suppose, mindful as well. Like that's 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 even going back to like social media. Don't post. If, like I, I remember back in the day, people were like, you have to post three times a day, morning, uh, evening or morning, afternoon and evening. Absolutely not. Because the algorithm of Instagram and social media has changed. And honestly, like if, if someone gets you, you can. If you log on, people don't go on to social media as much as they used to. If you go on and see three posts nearly uh, consecutively, like about the same kind of thing, you're like you're going to be like Jesus, like it's you just bombarding. Yeah, little and often that's the same as emails. Don't send them too often, but when you do send them, bulk them up and make sure you you do get kind of a few different things ticked off when you do send them out. And um, I think yeah. the whole thing with um, email really is giving value because as you say we all get so many emails I mean email marketing you know definitely works but there is a knack to doing it right and um yeah, yeah you have even to being creative something yeah. yeah you just need to think about you know if you were the one opening this email what would you like to see in it or how can you give something and I think it's actually a great way to build customer loyalty as well you know to encourage people to sign up if maybe there's a deal or something that is just in um 100 yeah the email even, marketing you know, even the people who obviously subscribe and want to receive an email, you know, are you thanking them? Like if, if it's a small business, like, you know, it could be a great thing. The first 50 people that sign up to receive an email, you'll get an email in the next week with a discount code. 
again yes. very small very simple but it just kind of drives a bit of um and again with that discount code out of the 50 how many people are actually going to come in you know what i mean so you're yeah. kind of it's it's a it's a very clever way to kind of i suppose firstly see what kind of you know um you can toy around with i suppose the different types of messaging um do people want to see that do, do people like receiving offers do they use offers would they prefer general news and updates? Would they prefer, you know, kind of exclusivity or, you know, things that we have here that, you know, we, we haven't had in a while or, you know, it's good to kind of, um again, like people are like, people think about, oh God, my brand and this wouldn't be typically us, but there's lots of ways to kind of go around that and to, to kind of make yourself stay relevant as well. I think it's it's actually, it's a great one to, to look at culturally what's happening and kind of what's relevant. And you see that a lot of, a lot of smaller businesses because they are small and they have the kind of the remit to do that you can actually be a lot more informal and a lot more you can be a bit humorous and you you can kind of pick up on you know even new movies in the cinema like there was loads that kind of did things with like the new barbie movie and you can yes sounds and that are trending and you can just be a small bit more playful which is actually lovely because um again like it just it, it, whatever is trending at the moment again a lot of a lot of businesses can't just jump on that but then a smaller business you actually can um without it kind of being too i suppose i don't i hate saying tacky but like without being too maybe try hard you you can kind of nicely jump on those trends and again that just like i don't know if people are aware like a, something that is trending on we'll say instagram like a sound like honestly it just it just it just it's like it you're piggybacking on that on that sound so you're just you're just it, it might seem really small but honestly just it, it's something to think about if it was appropriate to your business um and it, it worked and just kind of I don't I suppose taking a step back and and just seeing what you know like I know like it's 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 sad but like great um yeah it's actually a great tip and I mean even there was a huge thing there during the summer Wes Anderson style um yeah video. I love that and, yeah and you you know you were actually looking for more of those to see what the next person was going to come up with it's this <laughs> huge it. thing yeah and so, even like there's so much things that are trending you wouldn't even know what's trending nowadays but then when you do come across a trend that kind of was works for you or kind of you, you actually like that Wes Anderson one that does kind of um you know pe- like again different trends are, are like suited to different demographics so you know obviously be careful of the trend that you you jump on as well but um it is there's so many of them that you you kind of um god every and everything moves so quick as well so you just have to be if, if you see an opportunity go for it and just do it and that was absolutely brilliant we always say to people at the end you know what piece of advice or what tip would you like uh, to leave people with their thought of the day I suppose for anybody in retail listening okay thought of the day um I suppose yeah I think I think like back back to basics would be my thought of the day and kind of again being a people person I think I've said that a few times now God but um I really do it's true yeah I, I I do think and um I think it is really important to just being able to you know it's 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 obviously important to be able to resonate with you know obviously AI is massive at the moment and all that it's something that I haven't even looked at yet to be honest in, in this in this position because I know that the community and the local people here like they they not I'm not saying they wouldn't get it but I'm just saying like it might be relevant. Ways, you know there's a lot more ways to skin a cat as they say like they, just go back and just have a think about like god what you know there's a reason like traditional marketing is still around because 
it, it works and there's a reason social media like instagram and facebook is still around because it works and people are there and people are you know they 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 want to see kind of um their local and this the smaller businesses thrive and i think you know that's another thing um back to basics but pe- people actually um you know be, be i suppose more confident in yourself that you are an irish business you're maybe a startup you're a new business you're a smaller business like there's a lot to be said for that and a lot to be said for you know especially if you have like the organic side or you know the kind of um you know the, the there's only we only have 10 people working here they're all from limerick or you know it yeah them yeah. themselves like back to basics back to actually the roots is is just actually really really important and um yeah like obviously with that like it is it is scary to think that you know that there's a lot of strategy and a lot of thought and a lot of budget put behind most marketing and advertising campaigns but at the end of the day you have to start somewhere and I think it's confidence in yourself and once you have I suppose the basics right and you get more confident then everything will just start to kind of I suppose pile up on top of that um yeah yeah, that would be my tip of the day and just don't forget kind of why you started and you know what's kind of I suppose what what values I think you know people forget that as well but I suppose every every business have you know their their values and their kind of their their brand ethos and just don't forget that and I think once once you have all that you you, you know you're you're doing quite well. Oh, brilliant, Emer! Thank you so much. Honestly, I could talk to you all day. You gave so much, <laughs> uh, great, so many great tips and really um, added value. So that was Emer um, Duan, who is the marketing manager for the Crescent Shopping Centre in Limerick. Um, if you want to know more about the Crescent Centre or find out what they're up to, or indeed see um, what Emer is working on, you can follow them on Instagram or Facebook, Crescent Shopping Centre, and their website is also crescentshoppingcentre.ie. Thanks so much. Um, as normal to Madeline Ryan and Isha Horan who are uh, the Leo Tipperary team behind the podcast and very special thank you as usual to um, Derry Luttrell who's our sound engineer do not forget um, the special uh, retail symposium that's coming up next month in March that's being hosted by Tipperary County Council so hopefully we'll see some of you there um, and you'll be able to find out a lot more about the type of work um, that Emer is doing that's it bye for now the SME Community Podcast is an initiative by Tipperary Local Enterprise Office. It is produced by the Business Fairy Digital Marketing Agency and it's hosted by me, Ashley Hurley. You can talk to us on Twitter at TBF Central and you can also talk to uh, Tipperary Local Enterprise Office on Leo Tipperary.